0: And you are here again. Good to have you. Welcome, I am Amanda Ilu and this is My Life Continues Every Day podcast. My life... My life
1: will <laughs> continue every day. <laughs> my life continues every day. Well, my life continues every
0: day. We move. My life continues every day with Amanda Ilu. So, the people I was staying with at the time when this thing I'm about to tell you happened had... Their friend sent them a flyer of a casting role. This was for any actor or actress between the ages of so, 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 which I fell into. And I was supposed to go for this thing. I had to apply for it because my friend said, "Ah, Amanda, Mm -hmm. you know, you act very well. So just go ahead and apply for this job. So I applied for it and I was called for an audition. Now, I was told that this audition would hold on the 28th of May. Hmm. I don't know how it happened, but you know how when you're always in the house, you don't even know um, today is Monday, tomorrow is, but you just automatically decide that one day is one day or one day is another thing, or one day is one date like that, or one date is one day like that. You could just be there, and because you do not go to work, you don't do anything, every day looks like a Saturday to you. So you could just you know, pick one Saturday out of the mini Saturdays, and that was exactly what happened to your girl. So I was invited for the audition on the 28th of May. If you check your calendar, 28th of May, 2021, you'd see the dates. So, this my small head just told me, ah, it's a Saturday? O-po-she. What did I say? O-po-o-she. So, I went on to tell my friends, hey, finally they invited me for the auditions. Oh, and they're like, oh, I said 28. Oh, and then and, and I'm like, they were like, what day is 28. I'm like, it's Saturday. They said, oh, Saturday, it's Saturday. They, they, they went in there, went, what is their own business? I mean, these people are people who are looking out for you. And since you've decided it's that, I mean, they were cleaning the house, that like they were all having fun talking. And then I just came in to tell them that like, I, I, I got. I'm invited over for an audition. They were just happy. That's basically it. Oh, so yeah, it's okay. So what they were very much interested in was the address. Because of the whole incessant killing and stuff, you know. So they gave them, where is this again? I'm like, I no not be like give me this invitation. So I told them where it was. And they said, ah, this place is foul. You'd have to move to this part of Lagos to attend um, this audition. I said, okay. So instead of making provisions, I had the friend who brought me to Lagos. Or the friend I came to Lagos to stay with originally. Stays in that part of Lagos. So I was told to, okay, when it's approaching this day, I should... Of course it was a Saturday we had in mind. So at least on Friday, just get yourself prepared and go to her house. I mean she's been waiting for you to come over, you know. So on Friday morning, people of God, I did not even think of it. Because on Thursday night, ah, did I tell people I've joined choir? <laughs> so I went to join a choir in my church and I was welcomed and I did stuff. No, I didn't do stuff. I just sang and oh um, I don't know anything. Forget all this things, I'm forming I have good voice. I had to be put in proper place. had to be put in my proper place but it's okay oh i sing Alter by the way and then um i came back on that thursday night i did not check anything the only thing my friend kept because now the friend i was going to her house kept calling me to check up on me and to know when i was coming and to know where this place was i sent her the flyer i told her where it was they gave me directions nobody looked at the dates (laughs) so uh let me shorten this whole story ladies and gentlemen friday came up and i was just there Oh, by the way, I think my first podcast was posted on Friday, yeah? <laughs> so I was actually not paying attention to the date. I did not see it. So I continued. And then I went I went to my friend's house. It was in the evening when I had moved to that other part of Lagos that I checked the date. And it occurred to me, baby girl, you just missed an audition. And this audition looked like something you would have done better. Okay, there were so many signs that just made it clear that maybe i wouldn't be going for that thing but i felt it was just my laziness whatever the case is i just want to believe that i have succeeded in losing one job again because i chose to be careless so don't be careless always look out for details and pay attention and pray too who knows maybe i don't know maybe it was not for me i don't want to dismiss it as not for me i also want to bash myself for being careless now if you don't mind, let's just proceed. Don't worry; I'll keep you updated on all the things. I, I still am jobless. I'm still jobless at the time of this podcast, but God will provide a job. Say Amen. <laughs> okay, so I have, um, I have, I have, I have stories, and I'm sure at this point you're beginning to understand that people are here to share really some dark, some light side of life. So I'm going to be sharing this story with you. This is from a lady who who got raped, and I, mean, I think I think in subsequent times we might be hearing a lot of stories like this. We might be, and I just hope you find hope from it. Your life continues every day. If you've been if you've been raped, you take the necessary steps. What you think would heal you. Careful. Careful. Careful not to hurt yourself over again. Let's listen to this. My name is
2: Jennifer. Well, um, I'm here to share my story about my childhood growing up and all of the things I went through as a child. The young lady you're hearing right now is someone who actually went through child molestation and it didn't just end there, I actually went through rape. I actually went through rape as a child and as an adult. But let me start with my brain up. I was actually born in Sokoto State in Nigeria where I my mom gave birth to me as a single mom. And then I happened to steal my grandma and my mom's siblings. And, um, you know, as a young child, (laughs) I could actually tell you I was a smart one. But then, I was this child who, you know, I I, I talked to grandma about things necessary, things that might not seem right. But, you know, know, when looking at that child who could talk to grandma about things not right, Believe you me, when the molestation happened, it happened from people that we trusted so much, people who were close. And as a result of that, it made me, that was when I saw myself as a child who couldn't even now open up to tell my grandma, even till she went to her grave, she never knew about me going through molestation and rape. But when I knew molestation, she knew about a particular one, but then the rest, I couldn't even tell her because I don't even know how to say it. Well, growing up, I went through molestation, through people's clothes, and um, there's this certain man who was like a father figure to to me then, and someone, another younger man, actually molested me as a child, and when I told my grandma, because of the way I was walking coming back home, that she went to meet them and to talk to the younger man who did it, and believe you me, you know, it, 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 it was spoken to. But you see, I could remember when we left that area where we were, then, Grandma sent me to that same man that was supposed to be father figure to actually go get something. This is a man who has kids, even older than myself. And based on trust, I actually went there. Trust me. That man tried doing the same thing. He went to talk to someone else to do me, and I kept wondering, seeing all of these things happening. And that was, you know, so many back-to-back different people with the molestation. And then coming to the issue of rape, there was this particular young man then, you know, we're actually going to, you know, going to this deeper life church with grandma, and there's this young man that grandma actually loved so much. In fact, he was like an adopted son to her yeah that was how much she loved him and he was close to the family but then I could remember like one of my mom's sister didn't really like him because he was a man coming close and she has a baby sister which is me because they take me like that baby sister and so he was close to us I had younger cousins two guys who we were around so we do visit him sometimes but you know, one of these days, grandma wanted me to get something from him, to, you know, based on the trust and the love, you know? So we went to his house. He said, okay, he wanted to quickly shower, and then he gave me pictures to go through. That I let him quickly just, you know, take his bath so he can get this in and come back with me, delivering the thing to grandma. He said, okay, going through pictures, he had his bath, came out, tying towel. And then we just laughed about a particular picture that looks funny. Before I knew it, boom, the young man was on me, and the deed happened. And after the deed, he was apologizing. I didn't say nothing. I couldn't talk. And he took me home to grandma that day. Imagine a 12-year-old girl that was raped. Taken back to her grandma the same day. You couldn't even talk. I was speechless. I couldn't tell my grandma what happened. Maybe grandma wasn't sensitive enough to notice that after that day, um, my attitude towards the young man changed. But eventually the young man was actually caught doing the same thing to someone else, but then grandma never knew he did it to me. Now that's not even the worst part of the whole story. The worst part of this whole rape story is the fact that I actually did not tell any member of my family about what I went through. Can you imagine a 12-year-old who kept this whole thing to herself growing up? Do you know the trauma? Do you know the nightmare? Do you know the fear? It made me, growing up, I never wanted to get married if you were a man. I hated men so much with every bit of me. I could actually relate with you, I could be friends with you as a man, but when you bring up a relationship then, when I got a particular age, it's like, you, you look like something else to me. You know, it didn't just end there for me. When I came to Lagos, to be with my parents, to be with my mom, because she got married. And there's a particular lady who actually lived with us that stayed for a while. She started molesting me too, as a woman. You can imagine all of these traumas. I kept all of these things to myself. I was only able to share, to talk about this. Uh, That should be some time last, okay, that should be 2019. That was the first time my family ever heard I went through that. Everybody were in shock. I kept this thing to myself growing up. I, 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 I couldn't trust nobody. You were a man, you a woman. It was a problem. It was a serious problem. Because I kept asking myself, is anything wrong with me? It actually made me my half-siblings. When one of my sisters got to 12 years, I became scared. Thinking that what happened to me might happen to her. I became protective of my half-siblings. So you can imagine the nightmare, the trauma, everything. I went through the hands of... I went through the hands of a lady. Molestation, rape, and all of that you can think of, which is enough to disorganize me. But then I started getting my, my healing. My healing started taking place when I actually started coming in contact and listening with the Word of God. The Word of God started transforming me, started changing my life, started changing my mindset about how I see things and people, you know. Now, I'm telling you this because it affected me so badly that even when I met my father, sleeping in the same black place with my dad was scary for me even as an adult because at some point I felt like maybe it might happen to me, my dad might even want to do that to me. That was how bad it was. I had to start allowing the word of God to start changing my mind. But you see, that was what Gave me the passion to feel like if I could go through this and come out of it, I think every other young lady who has gone through this could actually come out of it. Because people, some people can't take this, some people commit suicide going through this. I went through it as an adult as well. I was beaten up, left under the rain, raped by two guys. I didn't even know what I was doing. I didn't know myself. I was unconscious. But here I am, standing and talking to you today. I don't know who you might be that have gone through this. But then, I want you to understand that your life, what you've gone through, whether as a child or an adult, if you've gone through molestation or rape, be it from loved ones, you could even be a family member. Let me tell you something, you're not defined by all of those things, you're not. Those things don't define you. And don't think less of yourself because of what you went through. Remember, it wasn't your fault. You didn't ask for it. You didn't ask for those things to happen to you. And this is me standing, being all of the things I want to be, being who I want to be, achieving all of my set dreams, achieving all of my set dreams. Becoming whatever and whoever I want to be. So don't let those things make you not for in life. In all of these things, what happened? This is me living my life. My life still continues.
0: You heard her. Life is a little bit messy. I often wonder, I often wonder how people derive joy. In seeing others in pain. I don't know. Someone would say, are you new to the world? But I will never understand why. It's not like it's... Even if it's revenge, I don't get it. You know, like... For crying out loud, this was a young person. Even if she was old. What's the problem? What's the problem? There are people who give these things freely. Why? Why? Every day, these people wake up and they see this. Or they hear a news on rape. And you remind them; it, it reminds them over and over again the trauma they passed through, and they have to, to all over again start grieving. If you can hear me, and you are a rapist, you molest people, you abuse people, children, adults, whoever. It doesn't make sense. Think about it; it does not make any sense. And I'm telling you in the kindest way possible, because I don't know. I don't know. You could be judged and hurt by people who are more aggressive than I am or by your creator. I'm just telling you now that, that it's it's not cool. It's not cool. And when I say it's not cool, don't look at it as she's judging me or she's being, Or oh, I'm telling you it's not cool because it has a ripple effect. I'm not here to teach you, but I just want you to know it's not cool at all. You ruin someone's life in a way you do not even understand. It goes on and on and on until this person is lucky enough to get help otherwise it, it has this terrible ripple effect and my darling I wish you the best and to all of the persons who are passing through this please be strong stay strong and do not forget to live your life every day you have a purpose and I'm sure you're still going to fulfill them it gets really tough but you Hang in there, hang in there some more, hang in there. The next story is from somebody who is a very funny one, but then his life continues every day. You should you should really listen to this one.
1: Hello. So my experience, I remember this very day when I was in diploma in UNISIC. I was in diploma year one, actually. So I went to um, Queenshood to go and swim. Um, I saw um, a lot of people there, there were a lot of beautiful girls and all that but there was this particular girl that caught my attention apart from the pa- fact that she was my speck um, a lot of guys were not really talking to her you know, very fine creature like this, covey, you know. so nobody was talking to her so me now, I now said yes, those are the kind of people I like where the attention Where I'm not following a lot of guys to drag for attention so I had to go and meet her we started talking I made her comfortable and all that so um, she asked me um, um, if I'm in unisic I said yes I said how about you she said she's in unisic she now asked me what department that was a mistake I was supposed to as you know if you want to lie at least you have to First of all, be the one asking the questions so that you can tune it to your favor based on the other person's answer. Me, I now said, um, I'm in psychology department. She said, what level? She was very fast. She was just asking me what level. And then I said, I'm in 200 level. All of a sudden, she started laughing. <laughs> I said, ah, why are you laughing? She now said, because you are not in my class. <laughs> ah so eventually it turns out that you know she's in psychology two hundred level. And uh, I didn't know about that. So <laughs> me now, I know I knew I've already I've already messed up already and um, I just tried to maintain composure. I was like, ah, uh-uh, oh, are you serious? Oh you're in psychology? Oh, okay, okay. Um I, um, I just, I was just short of words. <laughs> I didn't know what to say, and then I forgot to d- what I ever used to cover up. Eventually, so later on, and I said, "Oh, I mean diploma yet too, not regular. I mean diploma yet too." And I said, oh, "Okay, okay," but that um, she was still skeptical because she knew like almost everybody in diploma yet too. So it was later when I took her number and I got to my called her and I said so sorry I was actually telling a lie. I mean diploma year own. But you know, if you did diploma, you know how they stigmatize us and everything. So she now laughed and she said that she knew because she knows everybody in diploma year too, and she knows I was not also in diploma year too. So <laughs> man, it was a very funny experience, but at the end of the day. My life continues every day.
0: Peace out. Someday she was going to find out. And who knows, if he was honest, maybe he would have gotten this girl. And Well, his life is good, Sha. His life continues every day. I mean, he's done with school and I I know he has someone in his life now. So maybe she wasn't meant for him. Or maybe it would just help him tread cautiously and not be this honest okay so i'm not taking it too seriously but then this is his story of his own life and how his life continued every day after that and he might have broken his heart you know the way he described this lady seemed like he really really liked her so <laughs> thank you so much for sharing our story with us and yes that's all we have today remember to stay strong and now remember life is in motion you have to keep going don't don't rush too much don't don't rush more than you can just take your own step go at your own pace but don't stop you can only stop to refuel, and then continue it's okay to quit at some point it's very okay to quit at some point as so long as you know that quitting leads you to a better stage that stage should not be you taking your life mm-mm. it should be a stage to better your life as much as you can keep the hope alive <laughs> Keep your stories coming. Do not forget to share. If you love this podcast, do not forget to share this good news with your friends on different social media platforms. Tell them to listen and tell them to keep sharing. And you keep sharing the hope and the love. It's been amazing with you here. And my life continues every day, irrespective of the things that happen, irrespective of this audition that I missed. You pay me, Sha. You pay me. Well, until I come again, may God bless you. And me his angels protect you. I am Amanda. <laughs>
2: Leonai. Oh no. no, 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 no. Yeah, I got I got you. Yeah. Uh, I'm living a good life, no stress and no strife. Every day I keep moving up. Monday to Sunday, steady balling. If you can have yaw one, neither one.